can talk sports, we can talk politics, but can we talk Jesus? What up, world? Hoodies here, and we're back with a new episode and a special edition. This show will be the first interview of Can We Talk Jesus? I've invited, well, he invited himself to on the show for this episode. Actually, he was supposed to be on last week, but that didn't um, happen due to situations. And now he's going to be on the show today. Uh, God has provided me with a message for him to give. Well, actually, the topic, I didn't provide the message. He bestowed it upon me. You know, he had another plan. The person I'm interviewing, he had another plan, but an idea, but God had other plans. And so after praying and confirmation, I provided him with the topic, and he's going to bring you this topic today. So after the song that's about to play, the next voice you will hear is myself and my interviewee, Mr. Joshua Dennis. But first, here is the song for the day, Hooked. On can we talk Jesus? Put you hooked on. you hooked on. Read what you hooked on. Meth what you hooked on. Don't sell what you hooked on. Wine what you hooked on. Wine turn up. What you hooked on. Facebook what you hooked on. Drama what you hooked on. Phonics what you hooked on. Snapchat hooked on. Side hooked on. Cocaine hooked on. But God, hoodie coming at you with the spoken truth. God says what you hooked on is the death of you. Because those things are meant to keep you to the world. In the world, but not of the world. Listen to Earl. Your hearts are led by immoral thoughts and wicked schemes. People hating on people dreaming to kill their dreams. Now you're wondering why this happened. What does it mean? It's because you are worshiping the ungodly things. Idolatry, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, impurity. Don't forget the ones who practice homosexuality. Don't get mad at me, I'm just speaking what he said to me. In his word is where this lies. If you wanna check, you say lost. It's all along. Oh, you wanna bet? Nah, it's cool. I don't really play that betting game. But I do know at the end you'll confess his name. You gotta get legal with the word sometimes. Let's go. What you hooked on? What's your mind like? Why is it so hard for men and women to follow Christ? How can they not see the blessings that come from choosing him? How can they not feel the love and fear of losing him? I'll tell you why it's the sin that came into the world. Deception by eating apples, that serpent got that girl. It was a test of obedience, people understand. When Adam bit from that apple, it was the fall of man. Now the world is corrupted, filled with our hardened hearts. Ever since can't kill this brother, violence is off the charts. God even gave us a second chance, filling the earth with water, which he promised he won't again. So he sent his son Jesus, God in flesh, to redemption plan. And he was crucified on the cross for the fall of man. And now we are forgiven through his blood, his merciful plan. Jesus died for us, and we still cannot understand? Oh wait, it's cause we're hooked. What you hooked on? Weed. What you hooked on? Greed. What you hooked on? Meth. What you hooked on? Don't sell. What you hooked on? Crime. What you hooked on? Lies. What you hooked on? Wine. What you.
from your condition Choose God Don't wait to be late for the date When our Lord and Savior Jesus comes back And you can't get through the gate Hoodie out And we're back Like, I don't know, another day uh, With me I have Mr. Joshua Dennis He is here with me right now um, Why don't you introduce yourself? Yes sir, um, Mr. Hoodie Name's Joshua Dennis from Macon, Georgia. I attended the University of West Georgia, which I graduated last year with a degree in health and physical education. And I'm currently a substitute teacher here in Macon at Central High School, and I coach baseball at Central High School as well. And I also coach travel ball, baseball. God's blessed me to do a lot with sports in my life. Um, and I do ministry. I teach Sunday school at my church. Um, and I'm looking forward to doing more ministry as God allows me to. And I also play the piano, drum. So God just blessed me to do a lot, man. All right. Amen. Now, I th- I said I was going to have some questions, but I don't. So um, the floor is yours. Wherever you want to start, we already discussed the timing and everything. So go right ahead, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. Well, Brother Hoodie um, enlightened me on the topic of pride the other day. Pride, um, which is something that is very heavy in our generation and very, very destructive. And it is, is literally destroying this world, not just our generation, but this world from the inside out. Um, God hates pride. Pride originated in heaven with Lucifer. Lucifer was his name in heaven. He was um, the minister of music. Um, he was his his little literal being was instruments and God received worship through his body or through his instruments. And the worship went from the angels, from everyone through him to God. But one day the enemy Lucifer wanted the worship to come straight to him instead of, instead of going through him that resulted in him coming pride, becoming prideful. And that resulted in him getting kicked out of heaven God, Jesus said that he saw Lucifer fall like, fall like lightning from heaven down into hell um, or down into the earth, actually, because Lucifer actually isn't in hell. That's what people think. He's he's not Satan isn't in hell. He actually the Bible says he roams around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. So he is not in actual hell but he's worming around and he's tricking people lying to people doing those sorts of things but the hell was created for him and his angels because he took a third of the angels from heaven so that's kind of the background like where pride actually originated um but you know pride exists in a lot of people today both saved and unsaved um and it's something as believers um, that we should try to rid ourselves of as much as possible because God will, I mean, the enemy will try to, you know, he'll whisper pride into your ear like, oh, you do this, you do that. Like, you know, for instance, in my life, I coach and I teach and I, I play instruments and things like that. And the enemy really, try, oh, people will say, oh, you good, you do good. You're a great coach. You're a great uh, musician. You're a great pianist. You're great this, great that. That stuff will get to you and it'll, it'll, build, it'll, build, it'll build your head up and you'll become like elated and inflated, you know, with pride. But the, the, the way to instantly kill that is to say, God be praised. Thank you, God. One of the ministers at me and Brother Earl Hoodie's church, every time I tell him he did well after preaching, he said, God be praised. And I love that. That shows his humility. Um, but I, 
dealt with um when I when I was in college I did ministry and I remember sitting through many many sermons and messages in which pride was taught on <clears throat> and one thing was um one one key principle that I heard about pride was God humbles us so pride won't destroy us God humbles us <clears throat> so pride won't won't destroy us however it's better to be humble than have to be humbled by God, because when God humbled you, it's going to hurt like it, whether that's emotionally, physically, even mentally, it, it's going to hurt when he humbles you. And he does that for our good. He doesn't do he doesn't do that to um, to make us necessarily um, feel bad or feel worthless. But he makes he makes he does that to convict us. The Holy Spirit convicts us. It humbles us. I remember my sophomore year in college was the first time I actually experienced some true, true conviction from God when it came to my own pride. I was at the time I was prideful. I used to look down on people. And even this was while I was in ministry college, I used to belittle people at times, to be honest. And, you know, God convicted me on that heavy one day. And, you know, ever since then, I've, you know, turned, been able to really recognize that. And, you know, in, in situations where I feel that pride coming, I cast it down. The Bible says casting it down in the vain imaginations that exalts itself above the knowledge of God. And that includes pride. Um, so. But um, getting into some scripture here, some more scripture to really back up um, this title topic of pride. <clears throat> Proverbs sixteen eighteen says, "Pride goeth before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall." Um, you know, people say pride comes before a fall, and that that's true. Um, that that was actually the the literal um scripture for you know pride to pride comes before a fall but it, that that's what literally happens it, you pride for one minute and after that comes destruction you know the bible even says wide is the gate that leads to destruction and many are those who find it you know um so destruction is destruction can be a lot of things destruction can be emotional destruction it can be turmoil it can be chaos and it can just flat out be hell hell is definitely destructive um as believers in christ we know that um if we confess with our mouth and believe in our hearts that jesus christ is lord we shall be saved and that is basically our ticket to heaven if you don't accept jesus christ and you've heard the gospel that you know you reject him and you do that you know all the way up until you die we know not just believe but we know as believers that you go to hell um there is a heaven there is a hell <clears throat> um james 4 6 through 7 but he gives us more and more grace therefore it says god is opposed to the proud and haughty but continually gives grace to the humble so submit yourselves to god resist the devil and he will flee I don't know about you guys, but I don't want to be resisted by God. I want to be accepted by God. I think about when you resist something, I think about a baby when, you know, the, the mother or the father tries to put some food into their mouth and they start like turning their head and they're like crying. That's when I think about resisted. Like, I, I don't want God to look at me and like, you know, be I, I'm like, I'd be like a foul stench is not true. No, I don't want to be like that. I want to be accepted. I want God to accept me at all times. And that's the thing about his love. He just loves us so much. Like even through all of our all of our issues, all of our struggles, all of our disobedience, he still loves us and he still accepts us. But pride <coughs> Excuse me, thank you. But pride he does not accept. God does not accept pride. 
um, or he, he, he resists it again. That's why the enemy, Lucifer, got kicked out of heaven. Um, it's better to be humble, like I said, than have to be humbled. Um, we don't, again, I wouldn't, I would never, honestly, I would never pray. I, I would encourage you all not to pray those, those who are listening, not to pray that God humbles you, but that you already be humble. Because if you pray, if you pray to God, that God humbles you, he going to do it and it's going to hurt. So, you know, I wouldn't necessarily pray that, but already be in that state. So you don't have to pray that. Um, but, um, Second Chronicles seven fourteen. If my people, this is it's for America, the world, everybody. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sin and will heal their land. Um. So you know, uh, my my people, who God God's talking about. Us, like his his beloved, his saved children, which are called by my name, they'll humble themselves. So what God showed me with this scripture today, it was amazing. People who are prideful, it's hard for them to pray because they feel like they got it. They don't need no help. They don't need anyone. Um, so you have to be humble first, really, to pray. Um, so humility, prayer, then seeking his face. <coughs> Then once you pray and seek his face, then thou cause you to turn turn from your wicked ways. Then he'll heal from here from heaven and forgive your sin and heal your land. So that all starts with the heart and it starts with humility. Um, and a part of humility as well is servitude, service, being a servant to God. I want to serve God. We should live to serve God, you know, and that includes serving his people um, as much as possible um, and in every way that God leads us to do. That doesn't mean as Christians we let people run over us. That just means be a servant to God, meaning meaning be obedient, meaning helping out those less fortunate, you know, as God allows you to or as God tells you to because everyone out here doesn't have good motives you know there are people who can you know we see it on all the time on the side of the street they mean look like they're they're poor they're homeless they'll hold up a sign but honestly they might just be trying to steal your money so that's where you have to have the Holy Spirit oh, yeah. to, to tell you that hey like you know don't 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 give them any food or don't give them any money because they actually have ill motives um so you know but but yeah Again, so I'm going to go over this order one more time. Humility, prayer, seeking his face, which you can do in prayer, turning from your wicked ways, which will be the result of you um, seeking his face. Then he, God will hear from heaven and then he'll he'll forgive our sins and heal the, heal the land. And thank God for the blood of Jesus that also cleanses us as well. Um, but that I mean, I want every I know all of all of Brother Hoodie's listeners, everyone else, those of us who are saved. We want God to hear from us. We are. I'm a testament. I know Brother Hoodie's a testament that God has answered our prayers. There's been many prayers we pray. So many. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In our lives. And God has done it. He still has. Yes. Yeah, still. Because we, we need it every day. I, I pray every day. I know Mr. Hoodie prays every day. Um, you know, you know, when we read our word because you have to, especially in this perilous time. Right. So it, that is very, very important. Um, one, another, another big tip that I heard 
um, during over the past few years of ministry up in college, is uh, a prideful ear cannot hear God. Hmm. A prideful ear cannot hear God. Like if, again, if you got it, if you so all about me, I got this my life. I control my life. Can't nobody tell me what to do. I'm gonna do things my way. You can't hear from God because you you, you got it. <laughs> like what you need to hear from you know God's not you you're not there's there's like literally gonna be something that that's st- stuff in your spiritual ears. Like there's gonna be something that hinders you, like a hindrance or a block that's stuff in your physical that's st- stuff in your spiritual ears. Um, our our pastor at our church says turn on we need to turn on our spiritual concentration. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like, especially in this season with all the evil going on or just evil all around and almost in every arena. Um, so, you know, that that's something that we, we, we have to listening to God is something very important when it comes to prayer too. not just talking to him, but listening to him. Mm-hmm. How often do we take time to listen to him after we pray during the prayer? I, I tell I asked God during prayer. I was like, speak to me throughout this day. Speak, just speak to me. You know, the Bible says pray without cease. Right. So, you know, that that's something that we should also strive to do as well. Um, Just just uh, you don't have to necessarily pray out loud all the time. You can whisper one. You know, God hears. He knows our thoughts. He can hear, you know, he can hear our thoughts and stuff like that as well. Um, But, you know, that constant communication is what we need because he is our father. Um, But uh, moving on to um, another aspect of pride that I thought of and it's actually a correlation um and you it's, it's almost like an uh an acronym or an abbreviation pli pride lust idolatry hmm. um pride lust and idolatry they're all associated <clears throat> are all associated they they correlate very very strongly you know the 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 bible says that you know when when we get to that last day you know the God will tell the people that um, he, he's not going to receive that won't make it to heaven. He's going to say, depart from me, you slothful and lustful servant. I never knew you, you know. So being basically you lazy, you apathetic and lustful ser- servant and not just lust, just sexual wise. But people lust after, you know, how homes people lust after uh, cars and people lust, you know, after different things, you know. People covet. Um, that's wanting something that somebody else has. Skills, mindset. Exactly, exactly. So you know, they're, they're all when you when you're prideful, you know. Again, it's all it's all about you. So you think you should, you, you know, you see this, you see this nice, nice looking female, that you like, oh yeah, she's mine. You, you automatically take ownership or possession over him, her, and you, over her in your mind. The Bible and Jesus says, you know, with with lust, if you lust upon a woman, you committed adultery in your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, pride, pride say, oh, yeah, that, that's yours. You can you can just use her, take whatever you need from her sexually and move on and go to the next and the next. So that's pride and lust. And then eventually that becomes self-worship almost in a sense and that's what the idolatry is mm-hmm. because pride again you're all about self you don't care about anyone else you don't care what nobody else really thinks you don't care about nobody's opinion you're always right you got it is you you me myself and i mentality um and so what at what comes out the uh again pride and lust is you know is, is idolatry because it's self-worship and then you find yourself idolizing 
the the your lust issue or your sex issue and you've idolized sex and so it's now now you you're idolizing um fornication which is sin mm -hmm. so it's like wow like okay god i see why you you saying it. and and again we you know we're we're none of us of course are perfect but that's no excuse not to strive to be that way or so at least allow god to work with us you know and you have to be we have to make ourselves available to god as much as possible um and I actually, and I should have said this earlier, mm -hmm. I actually looked up the definition of pride, the dictionary definition, and it's a feeling or deep pleasure or, 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 satisfi or satisfaction derived from one's own achievements. The achievements of those with whom one is closely associated or from qualities or possessions that are widely admired. So, you know, I, I thought about this and I thought about, you know, our athletes that we have in the world. I mm -hmm. thought about our rappers, our artists, All right. you know, just a, a lot of our celebrities that we see, our actors, the Denzel Washingtons, you know. Uh, Tyler Perry stuff like that they have all these awards accolades um and some of them literally that, that they've made that an idol and right. that's caused them to think oh they're better than people and that's caused people to put them on a, a platform that that's not really them the, people made them idols exactly exactly they they've made them they, they that's rappers athletes team sports um musicians they they've they've idolized them and they they put they put them before god especially those who weren't saved um and you know one thing i do i do like uh kurt franklin mm -hmm. he talks about how he has like grammys awards and everything in his house and stuff like that <clears throat> but he literally hides them he, like he has them like put away in the basement like he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't like want people coming up in this house like oh look at your look at this look at this award uh, he's like no it's all god like he literally made the statement i'm just dirt without god like <laughs> that that's how humble he is and that is a great thing because with his you know one of the best gospel artists of all time mm -hmm. and you know he's married got kids and done a lot and stuff like that but he's like uh-uh this is this is jesus this is god this ain't me uh who gave me to get the plate the, the keys and make all these wonderful songs it's mm -hmm. all god um so um yeah it's it's that that's actually the definition of pride you know you know I, i'm i'm pretty sure you know some of some of his listeners we are, we are all in some certain some of these certain arenas including sports or music or um where there's acting or what have you where there's up um leadership role at church we all have these you know things that we own or, or have or possess but we can't let them make we can't let that make us feel that we're better than someone all right um, because none of us are better than anyone mm -hmm. uh, and, and God size you're, you're his or you're not his and those who are, uh, of us who are his we're all equal um, the Bible says we're equal heirs of the kingdom but um, moving on to an example in the Bible an example in the Bible of someone who was prideful and who got on bold Nebuchadnezzar <laughs> King Nebuchadnezzar um, some of us, you know, I know may have heard this, this story is actually derived, uh, comes out of Daniel, um, chapter six, I believe Daniel chapter six <clears throat> in which Daniel, um, prophesies, um, or, or, or King Nebuchadnezzar has a dream about God humbling him and God actually ends up doing it. Um, 
Nebuchadnezzar came, became filled with, with pride and God took his mind to the point where he was living amongst the animals of the field. That brought him to the point of praising God and, and, and that was God's way of humbling him. Um, so, you know, like literally he was living like an animal. He was eating grass. He, they said the Bible says his nails grew like claws. And he was because he had all this. He said at one point in, in that scripture, he said, look at all this land. Look at all these kingdoms. I have all this cattle, everything. This is all mine. And his pride level was high. He was very inflated, you know, what I'm saying puffed up. And so God was like, all right, you think you're sure you think you think that all this is all you. All right. I'm going to show you who's God. <laughs> and He has cattle, then he becomes cattle. <laughs> mm, mm, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So so that's exactly what he became. He became literally, he looked like an animal. I, I, I wish someone would make a movie out of this one day. I would love to see that. They oh, would, they would, I know they would exaggerate That'd that. But, <laughs> yeah, all scruffy up in mm. here and stuff like that. You know, so, hey, it's, it's like, okay, yeah, I, I'll show you. And God did it. And you know he 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 got back in his right mind when he praised God. <laughs> He's like, okay, God, this is you. All right, you got it. And you know that. So that's that's a that's, that was a big thing. Um, Daniel Daniel chapter six. Really, I encourage you all to read that entire um, book of Daniel. It's very very powerful. Of course, you have him in the lion's den, mm-hmm. um, where God, uh, you know, graced him and kept him. You know, in the, in the den of the lions, they became. It became very peaceful, and they didn't harm Daniel in any way. So that was um, that, that. I just I highly encourage you all to read that entire scripture, that entire book of Daniel, Matthew eighteen three, and he said, "Truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven." Um, this is Jesus talking in Matthew 18, chapter 3, where he was talking about pride right here. This scripture doesn't necessarily um, say it directly with when it comes to pride or when it comes to um, being conceited. But when you, when you think about a child, truly I tell you, unless you change and become like a little child, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. You know, a child is like, you know, they want daddy. They want mama. You know, they don't, they're they not like, oh, I got it. This all me. No, no, no. Like, they're, they're, they're uh, children, children for, the, for the most part, they're humble. You know, they're sweet, you know. Um, as they grow older, you know, <laughs> they definitely, you know, become prideful and things of that nature. You know, some of, you know, as, as we grow older, we start to experience life more. Um, and, you know, but, but you have to be we, like, literally God is saying, if you're prideful, you won't go to heaven. Or if you're prideful, you're not, you, there, there'll be no way you can really accept me or that I can accept you. Cause again, he resists the pride. Right. So it's like, you have to have humility or be humble to enter into the kingdom of god um because if you're it, like he kicked de- the devil out for being prideful what makes you think he'll let us stay in there or, or enter into his kingdom you know being prideful so you know that that that's that's one that's one way in which jesus shows us and tells us directly like hey you you got to be like this if you want to enter into the kingdom of heaven um so you know that that that's one that's one prime example and um, I also thought about how pride causes us to be little people. Again, we, we, we oh, you, you just, you, you ain't nothing. You this, you that. 
you you're I'm I'm better than you and you know I have this certain position so I'm better than you and and and, th- and things of that nature that goes from you have that in church leadership unfortunately that you have prideful pastors yep. you have prideful ministers yep. <laughs> prideful musicians prideful um choir directors in any position in the church <laughs> exactly exactly you know cuz and and and, and 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 then they'll they'll be like oh don't do that don't do this and they'll talk you down they'll even cuss you out like literally cuss you out like oh, wow. i'm like man i i i've heard that before like i'm like wow you all are literally like you know you, this is god's house and y'all are doing this i yet see that but yeah I'd walk, I'd walk out when that happens i'm sorry yeah yeah Take yeah keys me like, i'm gone yeah <laughs> yeah 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 I've, yeah it's it, 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 it's 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 unfortunate um but you know it's 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 something that's real it's literally happened um you know in, in this world and it's not just in the church arena but it's just in every arena you know again athletes or or actors or you know just on a regular job you know a regular business job you know the the you have your boss they might be extremely prideful to where they oh you can't come in my office i'm the boss so <laughs> like, let me I'll, I'll come out there to you or you know don't don't touch me you know the bible says we have a high priest <laughs> that cannot be touched without you know you know with with our with our infirmities Mm -hmm. so you know if jesus reached out and touched us (laughs) and will touch us you know we we're we're nothing you know what i'm saying like what what, i mean who are we you know jesus is everything he is our savior our lord and master and he literally died for us Mm -hmm. so it's like like who are we to say oh you know get away from me you you're you're poor get away from me you you don't have as much money as i have you don't live where i live you know get away from me no, 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 no! Like again, if it wasn't for God, we would be nothing. We wouldn't exactly. even be here. Right. Like you know, I, I I think about you know people in Africa. You know those kids that be starving in Africa. You know, like like you know as God put it puts it on your heart. I believe you should help them out as well. But we should definitely not belittle them or think less right. of them. You know, just people that live in poverty in your local community. You mm-hmm. know, don't think less of them because they live a certain place and you live in a nice subdivision or a nice house. Like, God can easily take that away from you. Right. And you could literally be on the streets. <laughs> right. I think of the scripture, love one another as you love yourself. If I was in that situation, I would be wanting help from them. I wouldn't want them to talk about me. Mm-hmm. So exactly. if it was shoes or placed on your foot, what would you say then? Exactly. So. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we just, <laughs> we don't realize how gracious God really is. Right. <laughs> um, but um, and mo- moving on to my next point, prideful people are selfish and think it's like I, well, yeah, and think th- and think that it's all about them. Like basically, what I just said, you know, um, they're selfish, all about them, and you know, or or, or you know, it's all about them and their family. You know, they don't care about anyone anyone else's family or anything, um, that's associated with loving someone else in a sense the first fruit of the spirit is love Mm -hmm. you know god says above all love one another that takes humility yeah because people yeah people will make you mad but god's like love them too exactly the people that just enemies yes yes the people that just take you off the people that just that just did something you know just very unfair to you Mm -hmm. love them too (laughs) (laughs) like crazy but it's true exactly they crucified Jesus, mm-hmm. and he still loved the people that right. crucified him. Like, literally nailed, killed him, and I still love him. It's, it's no no greater love, right. like the Bible says. Um, but um, I, I also thought about this scripture 
we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Our life is literally to designed to show the goodness of Jesus, right. to show the goodness of God. Like we all, I was thinking about it today, we all have a story, you know, pretty much no matter how old you are. You know, as soon as a child comes out the womb, you know, they have a story because of their parents. Like, oh, their parents was on welfare or their parents barely made it. Their parents almost, the, ch- the mother may have died before she had a child. You know, they were, uh, the dad may have been gunned down and God kept him from getting shot. You know, just a lot, a lot of stories, you know. And so we all have a testimony. Right. The, the, the Overcome by the blood of land and the word of our testimony. That includes everybody. I don't care who you are. I don't care how famous you are. I don't care how broke you are. I don't care how rich you are. You have some kind of testimony in which God brought you out of something or God kept you from something that's kept you. Like We, we all have that testimony, exactly. no matter who we are and, and or, or, or anything. Um, our life is not about us, but about God working through us. God working through us. Um, that that's that's really it's, it's all about him 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 working through us and 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 him being glorified. You know the Bible says, and there all things give thanks, give thanks to him because he's the one that continuously keeps us every day. The Bible says, through him we live, move, breathe, and have our being. Like literally, again, we we would not be here, you know, w- with him. And you know, I and even. <laughs> I believe when it comes to people who are prideful, I don't think God wants us to necessarily be mad at that, mm-hmm. but rather pray for them. And, you know, because pride has a root. Some, you know, I, I we, I, I have, I know, honestly, I know friends who are prideful mm-hmm. and, and deal with pride. And sometimes I wonder what the root of it is. Right. You know, if you can get to the root, you can kind of take care of the symptoms. Exactly. If you're just taking care of symptoms, then if I'm constantly just just yelling at you, saying stop being prideful, stop acting like that, stop, 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 and I'm not getting to why you're doing it, I mean it's really to no, to no avail. Mm-hmm. So we have to discover the root. The root of the root of it may be the person is lonely. The root of it may be the person was abandoned when they were younger. Right. The root of it may be they were bullied when they were younger, or or even molested or raped. It it, it could be a lot of like deep roots that we don't see. Or rejection. You know? Exactly. Rejection is a big one as well. And Dr. Matthew Stevenson talks about how rejection is the root of lust mm-hmm. as well. Like when you're constantly rejected, you know that lust is definitely something that will follow thereafter and build up if you don't mm-hmm. take care of it um, at a young age. And so or at any age. But, you know, it, again, you have to let God reveal that to you, because if you don't, then, you know, um, then it'll, it'll build up and then you'll start hurting other people. Um, someone wrote a book, Hurt People, Hurt People. Mm-hmm. That's what really literally happens. Hurt people do hurt people, you know. And, you know, it, it's unfortunate. That's not how God wants it to be. God says forgive one another as he's forgiven us every day. Like, we, I've, I've, I, I fall short in sin, you know, every day, you know, oh, against yeah. God. Yeah. We all have sinned. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And so, you know, but it, it's not a, again, no, none of us will be perfect, but it's about striving to please God more and more each day. Mm-hmm. Um, more and more each day. And, you know, I, as I've done that over my life, my life has gotten better. You know, I've, God's kept me from doing a lot of things that I would otherwise done if I was in my flesh. And that's all pride is, too, Brother Hoodie. It's, it's, it's just like, it's a fleshly thing. It's flesh. It's 
all about pleasing the flesh and this and that. It's not spiritual at all. You mm-hmm. know, the Bible says those who are led by the spirit are sons of God. Um, but you know, if you if you if you're led by your flesh, then you 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 know that the Bible says flesh is enmity against God. Um, mm-hmm. So we're led by the enemy when we walk in our flesh. Exactly, exactly. But um, that's about all I have for today, brother Hoodie. I really appreciate you um having me on this show um on your podcast. No um, problem. Man. Thank God for it. Thank God for you, and I thank God for. Um, just my my whole church family and you know all of my friends and family. Um, but yes, sir. You hit it right on the mark, man. Yes, I sir. appreciate you. And um, uh, you know, I do apologize that the topic changed. I had to tell you last minute, but you know, God has a way of doing things. Right, right. Always switching things up. And you know, right. it's not just for us. It could be for someone else, whoever's listening on the podcast. Because I know there's always I might not have a lot of listeners right now and that's fine because i'm not focusing on the listeners because god brings those people right but there's always those few consistent ones that you know he'll bring that are constantly listening and i know there's some out there on this show mm-hmm. so it might have been for them right or it might be for someone else we don't even know right we put it out there but i appreciate you coming in uh <coughs> before we end we're gonna take another music uh break this is gonna be victory right here on can we talk jesus hoodie out For God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Hoods on. could talk you would see the ugly side of me trapped in a box is my mind set from tality all about one that was me spoil mentality but the lord gave me an outlet so i can get to the loss the pains that i am not witnessing are for the bringing to the cross a model for god is suffering without it i'll never have hope so now i rejoice in my suffering you a lie no that is what's written in this word now i'm learning for myself Romans chapter 5 and verse 3, you can go look for yourself Whatever I'm living, he's written Whatever I face, he passed Nothing new under the sun God is eternal, the first and the last No more sorrow, no more pain Jesus is breaking the chains My mind renewed and set free Cause I know now it was never about me Worry's a thing in the past Since I know Christ is the key If you just take up your cross, follow the Lord And that is when you will have Victory, victory, victory There is no stopping me Victory, victory, cause of Jesus the devil's not blocking me With all the deception and lies, mixed with failures and the cries It took the man from above to break me, mold me all out of love It's victory, 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 there's no stopping me Victory, victory, cause of Jesus the devil's not blocking me For it is by grace we win, and through the faith from within The battle was never our own, but only the one who sits on the throne What is victory to you? The chains, the cars, the money? Selling your soul for the world Just so you can get a honey Or is it the job you have Maybe you're high in the ranks Talking down to your workers Thinking that you are the god of the place Oops, did I hit a nerve? Maybe steps on some toes Waking you up to reality Showing that you are not king of the world This is the lord that is speaking, not earl I'm just a vessel for changing the world Shining the light and exposing the wrong To the people, the ones who are doing it wrong 
We are meant to face the battles, but it is not ours to fight. The victory belongs to Christ. Not about testing your might, but all about testing your faith. And all about who you believe. If you are trusting yourself, danger, danger, please retrieve your mind. Cause you lost it. Like the Falcons in Houston, you cost it. You were thinking that you were ahead of the game. In reality, you lost the Boston. So get your head in the game. Jesus is the only quarterback. If you didn't hear the play the first time, then let me restart and just run it back. It's victory, victory, victory. There's no stopping me. Victory, victory. Cause of Jesus, the devil's not blocking me. With all the deception and lies. Mixed with failures in the cries It took the man from above to break me, mold me all out of love It's victory, victory, victory There's no stopping me Victory, victory Cause of Jesus the devil's not blocking me For it is by grace we win And through the faith from within The battle was never our own But only the one who sits on the throne about what he has done he is the beloved the only one begotten son ha. victory 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 there's no stopping me victory victory because of jesus the devil's not blocking me with all the deception and lies mixed with failures in the cries it took the man from above to break me mold me all out of love it's about what he has done he is the beloved the only one begotten son and we're back once again usually I don't let y'all know what I'm playing on that second song. I just surprise you. But I think it fit by um, playing Victory because Victory, I know one part of the song, it talks about a boss being trying to talk down to their workers. And, you know, pride was like one of the main uh, ideals for that part of the song because in actuality, I talked about it was about it, um, one of my supervisors who was over me at the time and he was loud mouthing, always talking down to people, didn't care how he treated people. And it's like, well, now he's not my supervisor anymore. So more ways than one. But yeah, but, you know, pride comes before the fall. And so I've seen it so much. I've seen it in me because God knows how to show it to us. He knows how to take things from us or just humble us by different situations and people. But other than that, I appreciate you for coming on the show. And if uh, anyone else is interested, you know, I've asked before, but anyone else is interested in um, being interviewed or coming on the show with a message or being led by God to speak, uh, you can just email me at ebeatspro at gmail.com. Um, but before we close, I would like Brother Josh to pray for us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, thank you, Lord, so much, God, for allowing us to be here, God. Thank you, God, for Brother Hoodie's listeners, God. Thank you, God, for friendship. Thank you, God, for family, God. Thank you, God, for community, God. Thank you, mm -hmm. God, for just your, your word, God, which is sharper than a two-edged sword, God. Help us to go out and witness for you, God, and evangelize and just and just tell people about you. Help us to remain humble, God, and allow you to exalt us, God. 
um, but help us to remain humble and, and, and not become prideful, conceited, puffed up, or big-headed, God. For you resist the proud, but you give grace to the humble, God. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. Yes, sir. It's not too late if this is you. We have a Savior who died on the cross for our sins. His name is Jesus. Ask him for forgiveness. If you want to be saved, then read Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. I'm not a minister. I'm not a pastor. I'm Earl Hoodie, a soldier in the army of the Lord. We can talk sports. We can talk politics. But can we talk Jesus? Hoodie out.